But the heat around yesterday healed. As I mentioned, it was a very good day to be lying back at home in the air conditioning, which I did do after the show and watched a little bit of NFL, rolling onto the Australian Open and then rolling onto the BBL last night. But the NFL was... Uh, it, it's like a sideshow when Kansas City are playing with Tay-Tay in the stands. And we've got Phil Murphy from ESPN, uh, one of the NFL experts, joining us. Phil, good morning to you. Thanks for giving us your time. We really appreciate it. We're, we're down to the business end. We know that. There's four teams left. But i got to say, from uh, from a distance, love watching the whole sideshow that surrounds the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, good morning. Um, and and I, I'm jealous that you, you were able to watch it in Aircon. I mean, we're here in the northern <laughs> winter where – I mean, I was on the sidelines in Baltimore, and it was minus 11 Celsius with a wind chill. I couldn't feel my face for my hit. Um, but, yeah, thankfully, Taylor Swift, she, uh, she's up in the Kelsey booth uh, in the warmth. And, and honestly, it's, it's, it is it's uh, a bit of a, I guess, cultural icon situation. You know, their, their romance now going through this season and the Kansas City Chiefs back in the uh, conference championship game. And, you know, people make friendly wagers on how many cutaways they'll have from the field first <laughs> celebrating. I mean, you're more likely to see the booth celebrating than you are any of the players on the sidelines um, after a touchdown. But Travis Kelsey, for his part, I mean, he was the one scoring the touchdowns. He had two of them in, in the Chiefs' six-point win. And first time since this exact round of the playoffs last year that he had multiple touchdowns in a game. So for him, his form's been a little bit up and down this season. Mm. People were tracking. How is he playing when Taylor Swift's in attendance versus not? <laughs> she was there, and he had his best game of the season. He picked a good day to have a good day. Yeah, and, fantastic. And his brother was there as well, shirtless. Oh. <laughs> yeah, how about how's that for? Uh, he retires from from the NFL or announces his retirement to the teammates uh, after the Eagles lost last week to the Bucks, and then he goes straight from the playing field to the tailgate pregame. He was out with Bills Mafia, uh, chugging some beverage out of a. The, uh, of a bowling ball, the, the <laughs> finger of a bowling ball, and then he goes into the booth, obviously warm from whatever the beverage was, shirt off, and um, you know, swirling his, his his t-shirt around. And now he's just his brother's biggest fan. They they have a great relationship and a podcast here that's very popular. Obviously, Jason Kelsey has loads of personality, but um, yeah, I mean, for a Chiefs team, normally when you have a dynasty like this, people start to kind of cheer against them, much like yeah. they did the Patriots during their peak. But these little wrinkles, I mean, the, the Chiefs are more palatable. And, and they, they were underdogs in that game yesterday and came away with a, with a road win in a game that was really exciting for a game that didn't have any scoring in the last 14 minutes. It was really, really tense on uh, those last drives back and forth. Yeah. Uh, what are your first thoughts, Phil, on this season in general? Um, what, what springs to mind? Well, I mean, a, a few things. I mean, it's hard to go away from the teams that are still here. The Chiefs have gotten here, for one, while we're on the topic of them, very differently than they have in the past. This is Patrick Mahomes' sixth year as a starter, and it's his sixth time in the yeah. AFC Championship game. I mean, that's Tom Brady level of consistency at this point of his career. But this wasn't the incendiary offense of, of last year. This was a team largely carried by its defense until yesterday when – Patrick Mahomes, and more importantly, his receiving targets, they were reliable. They didn't have any drop passes like like had plagued them in the past. Now the question is, can they go to Baltimore, the team that has been the class of the AFC for the entirety of the season, Baltimore hosting its first ever AFC championship game. They've been there before and won it before, but always done it on the road. Should be a terrific environment. And what will be Patrick Mahomes is just his second road 
uh, playoff game. That's a storyline that jumps out to me. One of those teams, you know, adding to their legacy, Lamar Jackson getting to a Super Bowl for the first time. And in the NFC, you can't go away from the Detroit Lions. I mean, this is a team that since the Super Bowl became a thing in the mid-1960s, they'd only been to a conference championship game once before in 1991 and they lost it that was the last year they they had even won a playoff game and and now here they are they're one win away from the Super Bowl they'll be decided underdogs but they're the team that everybody you know if if you if you don't have partisan interest in the last four I think most people would like to see the Lions uh find a way to the summit of the mountain. Yeah, well, they found a way yesterday. We, we were watching it here, and it was, you know, another really tight contest. They've been thrillers uh, over this weekend. But do you give them any chance of upsetting the 49ers? I do, um, but with, you know, the caveats, I mean, the 49ers will have more avenues to win. Uh, both teams are, are a little saddled with injury, which is common at this time of the year. Um, but the, the, the interesting thing is their quarterback, Jared Goff, he's from San Francisco, and he was born in 1994, which is the last year the 49ers won a championship. So he is the, the elder statesman of the quarterback at the ripe old age of 29. Um, but for him, he was somebody who was – we thought his career was over when he left the Rams and he was traded for Matthew Stafford and, and, and other pieces to go to Detroit. He needs to have a sharp game, but more importantly, this Lions pass rush, which in, in, in perfect moments got Baker Mayfield with some elaborate blitz schemes, maybe some safeties coming up, and a kid named Aiden Hutchinson who's, uh, who's from Detroit, I mean, born and raised, went to university at Michigan uh, and Ann Arbor in the Detroit suburbs. It's going to take that type of uh, defensive pressure and the ability to curb what the San Francisco offense can do and then Detroit, for their part, offensively, they have a young, exciting offense, uh, a, a, a guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, who on any given game day could be the best receiver on the field. Wow. He was magnificent late for Detroit when he needed to be. It just it, it, it seems unlikely, but the Lions have been defying odds for the entirety of the season. So, I mean, that, that's their coach even said in the locker room, Dan Campbell, who's got a personality bigger than himself, he said, hey, we've got two. We need two more. That's the goal. So if they, I wouldn't put it past them to get one more. Though I am, if I had to, if I had to tip the result, I'd go with San Francisco. Yeah. And now uh, we're running out of time, but I want to pick your brain very quickly. Uh, I'm with one of Australia's greatest cricketers here in the studio with me. I'm uh, rugby league background, but we both have a chance on Sunday night here in Brisbane to interview Tom Brady. I think uh, is there something that we should be asking the great man? I would say he actually has a personality that would surprise only because the Patriot way, you know, you kind of keep cards close to the vest. Now that he's been able to spread his wings, he's got a fantastic sense of humor. He's a great conversationalist. So I would say take some pressure off yourself for the interview and just have a chat to him like you would any sports fan at the bar. And I think you'll get uh, you'll get grade A level product. He's a uh, he's been he's been a really Interesting personality to get to know in retirement. And this year, has he been heavily involved in broadcast, or what's he been up to this year? Not yet. The presumption is that he'll he'll move into it next year. I'm sure he could confirm that. Um, but he's been he's just been dominating social media. You know, having little funny lines and people when people you know take shots at his lack of athleticism or something. He'll put out <laughs> post the social media video. He's just been a full time you know I guess part time dad. I know he's you know he has a couple kids. He's been very involved in their goings on. But then, you know, uh, just, just brushing up on the social media side of commentary, which is a required part of what we do, getting ready to, to be in the spotlight, I, I think next year is when he moves in full on. But, of course, you know, these things always change. He could, he could confirm that for you. Yeah. But, yeah, right now, I, 
He's just enjoying the game as a fan. All right, ESPN is the home of the AFC and NFC Championship Games. You can catch all the action from 6 o'clock next Monday. Phil, uh, a delight to have you on. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Enjoy the games next Monday morning. Yep. Thanks, Phil. Phil Murphy joining us there from ESPN.